and you can live in the day. All right, round two. Arthur, we want to get into the brain and consciousness and AI and just kind of expand our understanding of it. But you've been learning through uh, a fascinating book um, about, about the brain. Why don't you go ahead and wax poetically for a minute? Yeah, so I, you, you know, I, I'm almost hesitant to talk about it because I'm, I'm still so... Oh, yeah. With, with 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 what's going on, right? Uh, and you know, neuro research is changing um, significantly. Uh, but so, a thousand brains uh, is a book um, that I just read as so by uh, Jeff Hawkins, and uh, so he's a neuroscientist. And to to give a little background on him, he created Palm Pilot. Okay, so he was the guy that uh, kind of even before Steve Jobs saw personal computing in a hand, but he's always been a neuroscience guy. And so he tried to go before Palm Pilot, he, he, he was working in Silicon Valley and he tried to go to, uh, I forget what, one of the Ivy League schools in California, I think maybe Berkeley and get his doctorate in neuroscience. And he wanted to have a theory of consciousness. That's what he wanted to, to base his, his, doc, uh, his you know, PhD research on. And um, so he goes, uh, I don't know if you, uh, Rokas, if you know how American universities work or even you, Raj, but so when you go to try to get your PhD, you, you uh, apply. And then if you get to a certain point, you uh, uh, give a presentation in front of uh, the, the panel uh, all the people that have the PhDs, you know, and, and, and run the system and you, you, you know, kind of pitch what you want to write your thesis on. And so he, he pitched this idea of consciousness or a theory of consciousness, you know, what is the scientific belief behind this and, and how does it work and, and stuff like that. And uh, so the panel goes, we think that what you want to research is one of the most important things out there, but we cannot accept you as a student of ours because there's nobody currently uh, researching anything that even resembles this. So we don't have any doctors or teachers to put you under for you to research this and if so, so a doctor or uh, you know a professor would have to change his entire thing, and no one would risk doing that because if it's unsuccessful, they would lose their tenure. Oh, so he was told, "We, sorry, we we think this is the most important thing ever, but no, but because you are the first person that's trying to trying to do this, we we can't get behind you. You know, best of luck, right?" So, so he created Palm Pilot. That's what he went and did. And he created Palm Pilot and he, and, and, and he uh, said the future of computing is gonna be in a hand and everyone laughed at him and everything. And then he you know, made a bunch of money. He says, I'm gonna go back and study neuroscience. And so he started teaching himself neuroscience through the internet and through you know, reading books and stuff like that. And then using, uh, get, 
using money to open nonprofits and start doing this research. And 20 years after he applied for his PhD, Berkeley came to him and said, can we buy your program? We want to use it as a PhD program at Berkeley. Wow. So uh, he said, sure. And then he went up and uh, made another um, uh, another another nonprofit, and now this nonprofit's goal is to uh, goal is the theory of consciousness, and how that relates to AI, and how we will actually make an intelligent computer. Okay, and uh, so this goes into what is intelligence, what is consciousness, how does the brain work, and 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 how are we going to merge this? into a system. And so current AI has a, a, a lot to do with machine learning and labeling and kind of like we talked about earlier, uh, it, it, it takes a human to, to, to do everything. You have to program it. It doesn't learn anything on its own, actually. And it doesn't understand anything on its own. And so how does um, what do you mean by learn on its own? Because there's supervised and unsupervised learning with AI. So, so, when with unsupervised, it can learn on its own, no? So, so, so it just keeps learning more labeling. That's all it's learning is labeling. It's not actually learning. It doesn't... So, so, so when it see... So we'll take the... Uh, cars, for example, with the machine learning and auto, uh, autonomous driving. Um, so it learns what lines look like. It learns, I'm not supposed to go into cross this physical barrier and go into the other side. It doesn't learn, it doesn't know why. It doesn't know that if it crosses that there's going to be other cars coming in this in in, in this way and this car is a is another piece of metal that is the same thing as it that's used for transportation that will then collide into it and cause a thing it doesn't know any of that all it knows is this is a line i am not supposed to cross this line and all it learns is what lines look like does, does that kind of make sense but that's with supervised learning um, you could give a different example of unsupervised. And I'd want to see if you define that as learning or not. Well, would you be able to give an example of unsupervised learning that would, would have it so it's actually learning about the thing? With unsupervised, you just class, you define a reward. So the reward is what you want to, to achieve. And then any action it does it will try to make it so it maximizes the reward and it will go through a lot of iterations and the right. one which most effectively maximizes the reward will be the one it chooses. But I it guess, yeah, then it's not learning, but it's just trying to achieve Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. And, and, and this is exactly where, where, where I, I am kind of at too, trying to understand all this stuff, trying to compare it all to, to, to what I understand of as... Um, where we are at AI and in, in, in this the, is why I'm sorry to interrupt you. And if it, if it knows what to do and learns from what not to do, then how is that not learning? So I guess it's learning, Just but it's, it's learning not from humans. No, not from with unsupervised. It doesn't learn from humans. But well, it, yeah, I guess it's not general intelligence. It's just learning. 
but I don't know. But it's still learning. So yeah, it depends on definitions now. I think. So so now we go back to what is consciousness? What is intelligence? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we go into the human brain, and how does the human brain work? And so um, consciousness. What does it mean to be conscious? I would argue, and 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 the theory along the lines is it has to do specifically with the fact that we are able to build memories in the neo neocortex. Uh, birds have a similar mechanism. Um, it's not in the neocortex, but the the area that they start forming the area they form memories and started evolving right at the same split of uh, reptiles. So we were reptiles and then birds went this way and humans went this way and humans started evolving the neocortex and birds started um, evolving something else that does a similar function of forming memories and 3D models. Before that, we just had the uh, lizard brain, which is all the uh, emotion and um, thing, uh, subconscious mind, things that we don't really control. All the conscious, uh, all the stuff we can control is in the neocortex. And um, so it, it does this through cortical columns. So there's hundreds of thousands of these columns that store 3D models of ideas and pictures and uh, of everything. And they work in tangent with each other to form what we know as intelligence. And, they, and, and, and so as we learn, they form more models and they work more with each other. And uh, gosh, this is really hard to explain because it's such a complex, complex system. Well, I can kind of see all that. I, I, I can visualize all that happening. Right, and, 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 so you, and so you start, let's start with like the, and so all mammals have a neuro, neocortex, right? So all mammals have this system of forming uh, col columns and 3D models, but, but the size of the neocortex and, and how many sections separate and how complex they work with each other determines how intelligent the animal is in a sense. So like a cow, it still has 3D models that are forming. It knows, you know, grass and uh, it's able to find, remember where to have food. And it's even able to have emotion pain and, you know, you, you know form connections with its young and stuff like this. But it can't, it, it doesn't, its brain isn't, it doesn't have enough sections working with each other of cortical columns to be able to go uh, into a more complex and humans, and, and so it, it, it evolved throughout time, you know, and humans have the most complex working system, which in theory is why we are able to have what we know of as intelligence. But you can also look at any animal, or I guess I would say mammal and birds to some function, uh, and see that they have the same abilities, just not to the same extent. And it's because we all evolved in, you know, the same, the same similar ways. Um, and so, and it all has to do with forming memories and the 3D models in the cortical column. And so 
uh, with consciousness, right? You know, if you, th if, if you think, what would, what would we be without memory? You know, are we conscious if we can't remember? And I would say, no, it all boils down to that one thing. The mm. fact that we can have complex memories. And so then that can be taken to AI, right? So if we make hundreds of thousands of different systems that work together, a thousand brains in, in this instance, and each one has different pieces of information and they all work together to form decisions, right? Then you can have intelligence because they all know a little bit about these different things and they all learn on their own and them coming together is what makes the intelligence. Kind of like uh, a company, you have different sections that all know different things and they all work together. And if you lose a couple people from each section, things each section knows enough about each other to work where you lose, you know, 10%, 15% of something, but they all depend on each other. And so that's kind of the theory that this book is talking about. And they've been starting to be able to prove these uh, things um, through, through their, their research. Uh, but it's but it, it, it it's kind of like what, when Einstein said made the theory of relativity, right? That's the point that we're at. That things are going to be changing in these models, but this is the basic concept that they're they're starting to understand of how things work. Hmm. So, do you mean if they're not able to remember at all, then it's not consciousness? I'm sorry. What was that? Is it if? If the thing right. is not able to remember at all, then it's not conscious. Or is there right. a certain that's the, limit? That's the, what is... Yeah, if it's not able to remember, it's not conscious, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you think if you're never able to learn anything, you're never, if you're not able to remember, you're not able to learn. So, uh, Rokas, are you thinking of the, the opposite? If, if, if the opposite is true, then... You can find it. More, I was wondering to what extent, but okay, then let's say for AI, which can remember previous events, then mm -hmm. there's still more to it because AI, let's say, it stores data from the past to learn from it. And let's say it learns, as I was talking about, unsupervised, but it's still not conscious. Though. Well, so, and so that's where the complex ideas of understanding concepts comes in and that's where 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 humans are is we're able to have models of concepts just as we, we we started out having these 3d models of physical things then we moved on to having 3d models of ideas democracy you know uh morality uh fairness these these things that are intangible but we, we, we still have a model. We can envision them in our head and we have physical pictures that come up, you know, that we, that we relate to these things. And so it's figuring out how to get computers to have the 3D models of ideas and concepts. All right. Um, how much does do emotions tie into consciousness? Because I think emotions also have to do with memory. Well, because so, um, even like if your experience has say unfairness, then yeah. you experience emotions from that. But yeah, right. that arises from. So, so the emotions 
are separated from the consciousness, but have a direct effect. They're the old brain, right? They're the ones that, 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 that's been longest. Uh, I think it's the amygdala that, that emotions essentially are formed in. Right. And uh, so, so, you know, the amygdala says, I'm hungry. And your neocortex, your consciousness goes, okay, well, I remember that there is food at these places. I remember there's abilities to make food at these places. I remember at this one place, there's a tiger. At this one place, there's a, uh, a golden calf. And at this one place, there's a stream with a bunch of killer bees. And then your old brain goes, no, no, killer bees. No, no, tiger. Yes to uh, the golden calf and, and, and the streams. And so then your consciousness goes. So, so they work together in tandem. But without consciousness, there's still these emotions and these feelings. That's the aggression. That's, that's the, you know, that's, that's as Jordan Peterson would say, that's the lobster, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the part that's been with us through, through all of evolution, right? Yeah, that, it, it, it contains the hierarchy. Of right, exactly. Exactly. So, so in, uh, and I, I'm glad you said that, Raj, because I've left hierarchy out of this so far, but, but it has a, a part to deal with it. So the old brain is the hierarchy. And the new brain, the neocortex, that's the consciousness, which to an extent can overrun the hierarchy. Yeah, it decides if the hierarchy is still relevant or not. Right, exactly. Like, like, like if the hierarchy had 100% full power, then we wouldn't be able to use condoms. Using condoms would hurt because right. we're, we're supposed to be reproducing, right? But our brain says, no, we, that's not relevant anymore. We've evolved to this point to be able to not, use, not have to do that. We can use condoms. We can have birth control. Right. So can emotions exist without consciousness? Yes, I would say so. I would say so. And that, that's why you can see it in like alligators and sharks and, you know, all these animals that 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 evolved pre uh, we'll say new brain. But they still have memories, though. As in they, they're still they, conscious. No? Well, so they have memories based physically in and I'm probably getting some of this wrong, right? But from what I understand is their memories come solely from that emotion. They don't remember Ooh. what, what the, the place looks like or that, hey, I had a good time there or that there was, you know, the, they don't have this 3D modeling system, we'll say. It's all based on memory of, where this yeah. emotion is stored. Okay. And I'm probably getting a lot of, a, a good amount of this wrong, right? Like, like a lot, right? But there's probably a lot of I detail. I mean, regardless, it's fascinating. It, yeah. It's, it's what's the, where I'm coming at it is, uh, is what problem are you trying to solve? So back in the very beginning of all this, what is consciousness questions? They they ask that question so that you can reproduce consciousness in a in a in a in a in a automated environment in a machine. Um, so I think consciousness 
I mean, from the to 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 defend all the mystics and be be on that perspective of the panel, um, I think I think uh, we have to kind of go back and ask not like what is consciousness, but why are we asking what is consciousness? And so, if we're asking what is consciousness for machines, I think our 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 understanding of what consciousness or our definition will change so that it it fits. And if a, if a seeker is looking at well, what is consciousness? They're looking, they're learning about what it is in order to transcend it. So, I'm not sure that any one answer uh, defines what consciousness is, but it defines what you can use consciousness for. Well, so the burden on pr of proof, I would think, is on the on on the mystic of what. Are you trying to define as consciousness? What what is what is the end? You, you know, consciousness, the ability to have self. Okay, what is the self? Science I think the burden of conscious, the burden of proof, ends up on whoever asks the question. Consciousness is the other is the entity that doesn't need to answer. I think that's a cop out. Oh, really? I think that there's evidence coming fully out with with this that consciousness is simply the fact consciousness in itself what are we we are alive why i think therefore i am that's what consciousness always was right not not from a philosophical uh, perspective i think therefore i am well what is thinking thinking is remembering thinking is being able to form these 3d models in more complex ways uh-huh well, well, I think the well, I disagree with the the burden of proof being just on the mystic. I think the burden of proof is on whoever is asking the question. Well, and, and we're offering proof for um, for the for that end, but I don't think that that answers maybe the question for everyone and asking it. In the, and I'm asking, what is what is the mystic asking when we say what is consciousness? What is the question that the mystic is asking? The mystic is asking, how can I transcend um, suffering, really? So that's not what, what is consciousness. That's how can I transcend suffering? Well, it depends, because from the, from the Buddhist perspective, consciousness is suffering. So that's why the, it, it gets it gets the our values our value hierarchies change uh, based on the the 3D model I guess like you have a 3D model for water and and for food and solid foods and things like that and danger um, but so those all change so our value our hierarchies uh, change based on the model consciousness is suffering is still just dodging the question it's moving the goalpost it's not having a tangible asking a tangible question what is it trying to transcend suffering well what is suffering then well suffering is being a if you can't remember can you suffer um i don't know i i think so the suffering can happen in real time i don't think you need um memory no, no, no. Think, think think about that for a second real time you don't experience anything till at least five milliseconds after it happens yeah uh, that's an interesting point so i think 
Yeah, I think there's always going to be a I think there's always going to be a, a difference between the mystic and the scientist because the scientist seeks to to define consciousness and the mystic seeks to transcend it. So that I think they're they're asking two different questions maybe. And, and, and I'm trying to under as from the science. What I'm can you transcend? Maybe is then the next what question. What are you trying to transcend? What right. is so what, I think in I think in the end the mystic would say that consciousness is all of reality. So it's hard to define it. So when you say just memory defines consciousness, it's very difficult for me to understand that because all of reality is, is everything. So memory is only a small part of it. Maybe not small memory is a major part of it, of evolution of consciousness, but um, it's very difficult to have this conversation with someone who believes that, you know, the wind is part of consciousness. But define that for me. Define what? The wind is part of consciousness. What does that mean? So the wind, I mean, is an example of what is encased inside reality or that which you experience. So experience. So again, it comes back to being able to form a memory. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know if that makes sense for me being the be all and end all. I think it has to, but, but I also think that you don't, you're not offering anything to, (laughs) Oh no, no, no. A mystic could never offer any benefit to a scientist. (laughs) You know, we're absolutely useless in the scientific argument, but I'm not trying to solve the problem. Right, right, right. I get that. I get that. So that's my, that's what I can rely on. And which is why I offered the perspective of perspectives. Um, and whoever's asking the problem shapes it to how he wants. So for the scientist, if memory is consciousness, then that's all well and good. Um, and if he can put that memory in a robot, then perhaps he can create some sense of artificial consciousness. However, would it be uh, artificial if it, if it, remembers and sees and experiences everything exactly the same as a human. Uh, so so replicating consciousness okay so so that's all well and good and then i think what would convince me is can the can the machine transcend itself if it can transcend yeah, it can itself transcend itself <laughs> yeah that's that's uh that's a good one if it could seek to not be consciousness, perhaps, then it would really be full on consciousness. So I think, I think Peterson would say consci- a conscious being is that which can 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 uh, realize its own mortality. That would be his answer, I believe. Well, so a machine can realize that it, ha- it has an off switch. D- do, does it? It yeah. can. <clears throat> I mean, a machine can be destroyed, no? Unless it can link to the internet, but then internet can technically be shut off. If there was no electricity and no like technology, then I think, yeah, I think, yeah, 
for a lot of people, you'd you'd have to see the machine want to destroy itself. Well, see, see, and you just said want. So you have to remember that humans. Well, I'm conscious, so I remember. Well, right. (laughs) right? So, so the humans, and this goes into how emotions are tied into consciousness. Uh Humans, we have these wants. We have these desires, okay, that are driven by things that that are are part of the old brain, right? These emotions. And so we have these models of take morality, for example, right? Mm. We have this model of what morality is that is completely tied to what we emotionally feel. And each person has a different emotional context of what morality is, right? So with a machine, they don't have any of that emotional context, okay? So they would still be conscious, but they wouldn't have any emotions. Oh, interesting. Okay. That was the purpose of my previous questions. And yeah, I was yeah. going to ask how, if morals are created for emotions. And, 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 and so, you know, and so you, then you think, well, then they would think of, they would, you, you get into the ideas of, well, that you program it to then, you know, make things the best for everything. And they decide that the humans are the worst thing for the race. And then they decide to eradicate the human race, right? Which again, you're, you're, you're putting in human emotions into, in, into what it's doing. It's deciding that it's more moral to not have humans, but it doesn't have any sense of morality. It just is conscious. It can just make decisions based off of what it knows. Yeah. So to me, um, consciousness is not just uh, into, uh, uh, you know, complex decision-making. Um, there's a fundamental difference in, in uh, metaphysics uh, to me. Can you explain uh, that? No. What the difference would be? I think the most concrete way you can put it is no, see, it, it never, it never aligns with a scientist, um, with that part of the mind. And see, and, 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 and so I'm not, you know, no, I, I understand you're, you're, well, it's interesting for me, right? Because like I believe, like Peterson, I love Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, I, I believe in because we have consciousness that is tied with human emotions, I believe in the necessity for story and myth and, you know, all these things that we've created. Right. Mm -hmm. And I understand all that story metaphysics, uh, spirituality side and its importance, but that doesn't mean that based on the, what, is intelligence side you know to be able to learn to be able to end up doing math and you know stuff like that i i i I can see how they're separated yeah well and i can appreciate the ability to break down consciousness in order to to build something that that learns and that self-learns i i can appreciate that to under to define we need to define learning in order for us to put it into a machine and and, and recreate learning mm-hmm. i get that um it's it's a difference in uh in definitions i think i think you're giving something learning you're giving something conscious and subconscious 
Um, and I don't think you're giving something super conscious. So, uh, can you define super conscious? No, I mean, we're talking about, you're not able to define any of this stuff. No, because we're talking about a godlike substance. See, and this is, and this is where I think the metaphysic, the, the spiritual mystics argument just completely falls apart because they're not able to define what, what they're trying to find. So oh, no, the no, problem no. with that is, um, no. words are limited though. The English language is limited. The words in general are just limited and some yes. things cannot be expressed through words. Right. That that, that's well, or mind. So or mind, okay. or mind. I don't think. I don't think consciousness in and of itself or awareness uh, uh, or super consciousness can be defined uh, or fully understood by the mind. That's not what the mind is able to, uh, to encompass. That's what we're taught. And I also believe that by experience. Uh, yeah, I believe that by experience in what I've gone through inside my own self Um and we believe in, I mean, we believe in so many of the other things as mystics that it's just undefinable and, and that's unacceptable. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that just the biggest cop out in the world? It, like, like, like it, it, in no, what? no, no, no. It's, it's you a matter of it yourself, then surely it's not a cop out. It yeah, it's, it's not an escape. It's, it's not a, an excuse. It's, it's, um, it's another path. It's not the path of the scientist. I'm not. I'm saying to just say, well, I can't define anything. What? What? What if I said two plus two is seven, and you said no, it's not, and I said yes, it is, and you said no, no, it's not. Take two. Take two. It's four. Uh-huh. And I said no, it's seven. Uh-huh. And you said, can you tell me what you're? Who thinking? is that based on? And I go, no, I can't. I can't define why it's seven. I just know, I just know from my own experience, it's no, seven. I understand the argument. Um, and from one perspective, if someone wants to believe that two plus two is seven, then for them, that is what, that is their truth. That's, that's seven for them. And they can live their life with that equation. And that's Doesn't how people live. Isn't all that an illusion? Well, isn't, in in a sense, if if we live in a subjective reality, isn't all uh, it, 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 doesn't that what it comes comes all back down to is that all consciousness is just an illusion? No, it would come down to all all consciousness is subjective, which and is if, not illusionary. If 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 if, if 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 something only is happening inside one person's mind. Mm-hmm. Isn't that an illusion? It doesn't happen anywhere else in the entire universe. It's difficult. It's difficult to answer that for me because I, I'm I'm so I'm so convinced that that which we experience is real. Well, and can we define reality. Define real. What is real? define real yeah i don't know that's a good one i've never thought about that before i've never had to define it because it always just happens i would say uh i can't i can't define it itself but i would say that it fully is tied into being able to be tangibly recreated 
Hmm. But other mystics have experienced the same thing as you, Raj. So it can yes, be it's not a it's not a singular event. It's not well, just a personal event. I'm well. I'm not saying that it is just a personal event, but you know, just like if you're told you're gonna be looking for something and you can experience something, and then but everyone else's experience can't be defined but I found it, I found the same thing that you did, but you can't define it and I can't define it, but we both know that we found the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it, 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 how do you, you, you don't know that you found, both found the same thing because neither of you can define what you found. Hmm. See, that's where, that's where consciousness gets tricky. You know, in, 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 in like with, we'll take meditation, for example, right? Like, I believe that, the reason meditation has its value is because you are turn you as a neocortex, you as a conscious thing are saying, I am turning you off. Mm -hmm. So then what remains if, if you're the neocortex being turned off, are you dying in, in a sense? So then I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dying, but so you're then you're not the neocortex. That's where my argument eventually goes. You're not the neocortex. I mean, clearly your consciousness, you're, 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 you're all you're, you're doing is you're turning your outside experience self off and you're turning your, your, your 3d models are still firing. So I guess turning off would be the wrong thing. I am turning outside experience off and I am only paying attention to inside experience and your 3d models are still firing and talking to each other and going on. And it's like dreaming, right? That's why we can live inside a dream. That's why you can you can have lucid dreaming and stuff. It's be, and, and, so the ultimate state of the mystic turns all of that off and transcends it and then says, well, if I turned all that off, then what am I? But, but you didn't turn it all off because you still have, while you're doing it, you still have a memory of yourself. Oh, so that's that's where you're not understanding um, the ultimate state of meditation. There right. is no, so Nirvikalpa Samadhi is defined as not having a self. So it's not, it's not, in, there is no space, time, or form. But the 3D models are, uh, so I understand the, okay, so I know I haven't reached meditation to the point that you have, right? But mm -hmm. I understand the the sense of of releasing yourself and becoming more than just you. So you can't understand it. You can't even feel it because it, it's not a feeling. It's not a memory. It's not an explanation. But 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 it is that's the whole thing that i'm trying to say <laughs> it's is a non-existence so, but, but the entire fact that that thing is happening has to do with these cortical columns and for and and and, and, and for so i i can appreciate what you're saying i think i think i i like what i'm saying in in terms of it depends on who's asking the question because that's what's going to make you satisfied and i like defining i like your definition of consciousness i love it actually and i love the idea that 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 these people are are trying to define everything so that they can recreate it in a machine 
Um, however, I mean, if I saw this and, and we will see it, right. And, and, I'll, and so if someone, when someone asks me, I will say, well, that's a part of consciousness, but that is not a fully conscious uh, being. But what if it's able to do everything that you do? Then. What if, what if, what if it sits here and it has a conversation with you and it says, yes, I totally get it. I have turned myself off. I have gone in and done all of the everything that you're saying to oh, me. Well, then, of course, that scenario sounds like you're recreating what we know of as consciousness or awareness. And, and, and so at some point, because I mean, this is going to happen, right? Like, right. You, well, you, maybe. most likely, most I believe likely. that what you're defining will happen. Right, I don't but, know if what I'm defining will happen, but at some, at some point, well, maybe because it doesn't have emotion, right? So can it, can it, so the, to the mystic, can this godlike spark be transferred just with knowledge of the neo, uh, uh, cortex? I don't think so. You don't think so, but you now, if it happens, then I mean, why not? <laughs> So, but you, but so the thing is, the mystic cannot do what the scientist does. So, we, the, the mystic needs to appreciate that. The, the mystic needs to, to be able to say, whatever you're defining, and, and, the, and we need those definitions on one perspective to, call, to, to answer questions. And then, but you will always have people who, for, that that stuff doesn't matter. They need something more. And you cannot define that. Do you, do you know what I mean? Just because someone thinks that they need more does not mean that they, just because someone searches for meaning does not mean that existence or consciousness depends on meaning. It just means that they're searching for meaning. Uh, interesting. I'm trying to just formulate a, a 3D model of what you just said. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I'm not conscious. Uh, but in a minute, I will be conscious. <laughs> so so I, I think I'm on, I'm on board with you like almost 100%. The only... I just think that all of that can be, can and will eventually be explained by this theory. Uh -huh. And then, so what, so then if we create life, yeah, so I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? Creating life? No, creating consciousness. Okay, so, so we're not going to be able to create. So what about reproductive capabilities right so consciousness doesn't have anything to do with you're saying it doesn't need that it's separate yeah, yeah totally separate uh-huh 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 i mean it's i mean it's truly like um the movie uh isn't it was it i i mean just to go into a elementary explanation for for us dumb folks i robot i don't think so because i robot again the 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 computers have morality to some sense oh okay so this is a new they, they, paradigm they, this this they, hasn't they, been yeah they, they this they is too new a, for for they, hollywood they have a sense of of wanting to keep itself alive right uh -huh. Con 
conscious, the, the wanting to keep yourself alive, that's all old brain. Uh-huh. You know, new, new, new brain says, okay, life is, I am here. I am, I am, I'm not there. It doesn't, it doesn't need to, it doesn't have that need to be alive. So well, so the, the, what you're saying, the new brain doesn't need to say, I'm alive, but why? Right. It just well, says, not, not, not I'm alive, not, so I, I act on the next 3D model. And not, not even necessarily why. It doesn't need to say, I am alive, so I need to stay alive. It just is alive. Right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah, I'm understanding that. That. You know, and, 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 and I think and, and, and I think this is great because I hope I, people realize that we're not like uh, upset or like anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> um, but I, I think that uh, the, 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 the really cool part of it is it really does come down to definition, right? Be, because the scientist defines consciousness as just that intelligence. Intelligence yeah. and consciousness are, are one in the same. Right. And the mystic, the mystic tries to say, no, there's something else. And yeah. so I'm trying to say, can you define what that is? Right. And, 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 and you're saying, I don't know. No, no, and, I and, can't. And, 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 and that's where I, and, and I understand that, but that's where I have my issue because I, th I think that until. You should have an issue with that. That, that I, th I think everyone should at least be able to, in some sense, define what they're looking for. They might uh -huh. may not have all the answers, right? And they might uh -huh. say, I absolutely know nothing about this, but I at least have some sort of sense what I'm looking for. And you go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I'm quick to well, yeah. go ahead, Rob. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think scientists do believe that intelligence and consciousness is the same, do they? Well, so I don't think a lot of scientists do, but I think a lot of neuroscientists are starting to believe that. Yeah, it probably depends on the field they're oh, in. Like, okay. on, there's you know, probably nut cases that everyone, that they're just like, you know. Well, you got to you gotta like remember, me. you know. So, so the neuroscientists right now, you know, machine learning people are coming out at them and saying, no, you guys are crazy. We've got, you know, labeling yeah, and stuff. Yeah. that's what it is. You've got all these, you, you, you know, you've got robotics people saying, no, you know, it's different. You've got all these different scientists that, that are specializing in their fields, right? But then you have the brain guys and the yeah. brain guys are saying, we're really trying to understand this. Yeah. yeah. This thing right here. And and, 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 and and how that works. And so they're, you know, they are kind of the, the nutcases in the room, you know? Well, they, they, I mean, they're, you they're have the people to, coming out and saying, you guys, we've been thinking about this all wrong. We don't understand anything. We don't, we don't actually know. We have to look at this a completely new way, you know, uh, or, or at least, you know, uh, like, like for the hierarchy model, we, uh, we, we can continue kind of looking at this way, but we actually have to really rethink it, you know, while still yeah. containing the hierarchy, but really rethink it. So, so when we say scientists in general, they probably are the little man in the room. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, you're going to, well, you get a lot of people. Well, a lot of people can't, cannot, a lot of people will not be satisfied with defining the things that they've forever thought were undefinable. Right. Uh, right. And I, and I'm trying 
constantly as we've had this conversation to double check cognitive dissonance. And um, I'm okay with, with that, with consciousness being duplicated in that way. Um, and I'm, and I'm just constantly reflecting on what I know. Uh, it, it's, it's difficult because I've, I've only spent so much time in one area. I really would need to spend a lot of time in the other area and then try to maybe come up with something in the middle, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty biased. I'm pretty well, biased. So I almost didn't want to, I, I, I almost was going to text you and say, Raj, I want you to read this book before we have this conversation. I know. I, I agree with you. We, I should have. Um, um, just again, just because I'm, I'm so new on it and I don't know how to explain so much of it. And I'm still asking my own questions and, uh, and I have my own cognitive dissonance, right? Well, I think you're, I think you're um, saying things pretty articulately, and it's very clear. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, because I, I, I feel like I'm swimming in a, in, in the deep end of a pool trying to understand this stuff. It's so. Rokas, are you, Rokas? Do you go through? Are you still going through any kind of courses? like this in school I, f I keep forgetting so the problem with school is it's usually you're just learning how it works and all this stuff yeah um it's usually not it doesn't really cover the newer stuff right right yeah. and yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah you got to get get under those phd programs to be part of the research right that's yeah, where probably. That's, that's so would you call these theoretical so there's like theoretical physicists who just have to come out with the theory and then everyone else proves it do, do you or i mean a lot of times we just rest on the theory um do are these theoretical neuro people in in a, in a sense they are okay. um be, but but they're also you know they're independent researchers right so they're trying to prove themselves wrong and they're sharing all their stuff and trying to be proven wrong as much as they can but they are also developing the theory yeah okay nice nice so yeah i will i i will uh you know eventually check it out when everything settles down um, yeah and i mean you, you've got a lot going on right now because i can go I feel like I can go back and forth and I feel like that's where see so much of my understanding comes from where I feel like I'll be useful. And I, I love to understand perspectives because everyone has, because I love to understand the mind and the brain as well. Um, so that's why Peterson's work is so fascinating because he, understands parts of the brain that deal with emotion and, and people's suffering and all that. So to, to understand that can then uh, brings another group of people that you can possibly help explain things to. Um, so to understand how to define these things in those terms for that purpose um, is really cool because I, I imagine myself being able to take that information and using it in other areas because I'm inside this um, this consciousness too, and if if I'm under if I'm reading other definitions, I can add models on top of models and make my own models and 
and just become that much more of a superhuman or a, another thinker, another level of thinker. Because in, in a lot of ways, I think I am more forgiving and flexible than a lot of mystics. Yeah, probably don't know you. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people will say no, no. And it's like, no, why, why say no? I mean, for, and that's where the subjectivity comes in for the people replicating this science and replicating consciousness in this way. For them, that's consciousness. And it's like, great. So, so what's, what's helped me get, try to start to understand all this, you know, because I'm always on a spiritual journey of my, of my own as well, um, is that I really do think that all of this is a, an illusion, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's all, a fair perspective. All, all, all of it, you know, you know, it, like I kind of touched on earlier, it takes five milliseconds for your brain to process anything. I think that's great knowledge so, to know. So, so everything that we see, it's delayed it, no it's it's a perception it's a it, it, it's it's a model it's not actually what's happening because we don't even see, we don't even see all of it right our, right our our eyes our brain is filling in all the gaps that we are not directly looking at mm -hmm. yes right that's how, that's how the eyes and vision works you know there's all these areas you know that you can't actually see so you don't actually know what's going on there. It's all an illusion of what your brain expects to see. Right. Okay? Like if I can't see the door behind me, but if I heard the door open, m the models that I have built in turn and see someone walk through the door. If it was something else, well, then, then we'd have a problem. Right. Just exactly. Even more directly, even what you see, like looking at something right now in the like fields of your view, your brain is filling in. What is happening? Yeah. Yes. So even more yeah. directly than your example, Rush. Yeah, exactly. So, so for a, a great yeah. example of it okay. is um, the other day. Uh, I, I this was actually about a month ago. A month ago, um, I slept at a hotel, and uh, my my car got robbed while I was sleeping there. Oh wow! And, uh, so I had yeah. I had been stupid and left my phone inside it or something like that or left it unlocked and you know they 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 went into it uh, they they stole my all that got taken was my suitcase with my underwear and my jeans and my socks I was like what the heck but <laughs> oh oh and and they took out what was in my um arm holders okay and so I got in my car and I get in and I'm doing everything normal. And my center console is empty and both the arm door things are empty, but I don't notice it. Okay. I'm looking all around. My brain isn't noticing that they're empty because it expects those things to be full. Okay. Yeah. Then I reach, I reach for something and it's not there. Boom. What's going on? Right. Now you, I look, my brain knows the model that it thought, the model that it predicted was wrong. Mm -hmm. So now I have to learn something new. There's, it's empty. What happened? Okay. So, so it, the, the brain is filling all that in, right? And it wasn't until I physically saw it that the brain changed its model. So, so it's all kind we're, we're constantly living in a sense of an illusion. Everything is not really real. It's just, just what your brain thinks is there. 
Well, and, and I'm thinking about Maya as we talk about this, because her brain is, is developing as a four month old. And you can, you can get a sense of those things in real time, like as it's happening and you can see her brain develop things for the first time and then repeat it. Right. And, you know, you can see her becoming more conscious. <laughs> the models are growing that, inside her brain. She's learning these things. Use that definition. Forced. Yeah. So it is, it is, uh, it is fascinating. And, and I do it all the time. Like I, I don't see things um, when they're not, you know, they're not familiar and they're, and I don't see them. And then someone points it out and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I did put the keys right there. Right. But or I, you're looking at a picture and someone says, look, do you see the alligator in it? And you're like, I don't see it anywhere. What are you talking about? And you're spending 10 minutes trying to see it and, yeah. and you can't see it. And then they point it out and you go, Oh yeah. Now you can't unsee it. Have you seen the Peterson example of the, the gorilla passing the basketball players? Yes. So I don't know. I don't know if I like that because who doesn't see the gorilla? I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, if you're if it's the first time you're seeing it and you're just focusing on the basketball players, you will not see the gorilla. That's an actual thing. Oh, contraire. I saw the friggin' gorilla. Okay, but you're special, Raj. You see, you're not like everyone <laughs> no, else. The truth is, I knew there was a gorilla coming at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I need a test where I don't have any memory built yeah. in yet. Right, exactly. Where, where where your brain doesn't already expect something. Yeah, yeah. So so it's completely, completely new, you know. Um, so 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 with that, you know, I've started to accept that that, in a sense, not not that I don't care about myself and my consciousness and well that's the challenge that are that that people with illusory um perspectives bring uh it can go too far yes where it's like well if it's an illusion then i don't need to earn money and go to work or wear clothes or and that happens right that you or you have nihilists who says well if, if nothing matters then or if everything's an illusion um you know yeah. 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 You do have people that can go down that route, you know, but uh, so, so sort them out. <laughs> I, I like what my mentor said, which was everything is relatively real. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you're like this podcast right now is not so much of an illusion, it's, it's very much happening right now and it's relevant to my, my awareness. Um, but when the podcast goes away and we're not recording, um, I don't need to be attached as much. So I think that helps with emotions. People who have dysregulated emotions uh, based on memory, um, that relatively real helps them therapeutically because they get caught in an illusion. They get caught in a memory. And it's like, that's not real anymore. That was real but we're not living that like that's not happening now anymore. That was 10 years ago. We have to now refocus on what is relevant to you now. Um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the it's, that's, however, a part of me also is very, so we call that illusory thing monism, like uh, 
that's a type of there's no well maybe that's not true do you feel like there's a sense of there's no duality do you think that plays into illusion so in in a religious perspective illusion um illusion believers uh don't believe that anyone else exists in in consciousness they believe that there's only one consciousness no i i I mean i believe in other consciousnesses i just believe they are all their own illusion okay okay yeah that's interesting you know and like like you have you have you have objective facts, right? There is an objective reality. The human experience though is, if not 100%, 99% subjective. Yeah. You know? And that, that, that subjectiveness, um, I think is, is what really is, you know, the, the illusion in the end, because it, because it, it really doesn't matter, not to be nihilistic, but it, it, do, it doesn't have, at least on an individual level, an impact on anything other than, than itself. Yeah, ob- objectivity and subjectivity are interesting because I still look at that from a perspective hierarchy. So I think some, one thing that is subjective in, the, in that perspective can be objective from another perspective and vice versa. And that's where that's we go back to the two plus two equals seven thing. Yeah. It's all all of it, you know, none of it helps the scientists produce things. So that's why they need objectivity. They need definitions. And um, uh, I mean, it's, it's in, I don't know if it's inevitable, but uh, humans will eventually create things that work for us that's for sure i mean assuming any rate of progress then yeah it does happen yeah at any rate of progress it's going to happen morally speaking though you know uh if we create intelligence more more morally is it alive you know that's the next that's the question in all the mask if 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 it doesn't have a uh if it doesn't have any type of emotional thing, emotional connection, meaning it doesn't have any fear of death because it's just like, okay, there's death. It doesn't have any pain, right? Then, then is there morality in keeping it around or, you know, do we have to treat it like humans or is it just a, uh, just well, this- and if we go to perspectives, then we can say, maybe we don't need to worry about morality for, um, an automated uh, coffee machine, but we could we should have morality in a car that is, needs to swerve left and hit an old person, or swerve right and hit a bunch of young people. Yeah, that's the uh, what that, that's always the question, right? What that's like the greatest like brain dilemma. Like, what makes that? decision well, the trolley problem what the trolley problem you know just in, yeah. a, in a different yeah. uh in a, in, in a different sense you know yeah which which track are you gonna choose you know because yeah yeah exactly exactly really, really you know you could uh what, what what if what if killing the five kids you kill the, the next uh guy that runs okay. north korea 
right yeah 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 or, or, or whatever yeah you, you know um yeah that, that's where in my sense the morality doesn't matter even even more because since we can't predict the future or or who or what is going to happen you know uh does does one i don't know this does one life even matter do two oh. lives five my lives matter not really i don't think i don't think there's any value in being a human just because you're a human you know mm-hmm. because, because then it, it, where, where does that stop you know there, there are obviously uh uh evil humans that don't have value in my opinion but then also animals you know if we're all subjective if, if we're all evolved from the same thing why does a human have more of a value than an animal which which i guess is why some of the religions are are vegetarians right it's right because- well this is and it's going to be so difficult to create these 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 beings in machines because all of these questions are going to come up if it's if it if there's if morality is needed then whose morality i mean what do we know what is all that? Who gets to decide that? And uh, at the end of the day, the, isn't there some kind of mysterious sense of right and wrong? And it's like, you don't know necessarily yeah. why, but you just know it's right. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. That's where you and I can't, we, we wouldn't be able to create the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is what makes it all, all so interesting. I'll tell you what, Arthur, I'd much rather have my robot. <laughs> my robot's not going to overpower me and kill me one day. <laughs> my, my robot won't see a reason to. <laughs> but, would it, would, but wouldn't you want your robot to save you if someone was going to hit you over the head with a rock? I would probably program it that way. So, if- okay. So we can go back to fifth element, right? The guy is choking on the thing and the robot doesn't understand choking and a simple pat on the back removes the, removes the piece from his throat. And the philosopher says, uh, um, like, can your, can your machine do that? You know, save you, but with just a simple pat on the back. Cause, and it's the very dilemma we're talking about. The fifth element. Uh, so the fifth element called it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bruce Willis always, always comes down to Bruce. So. <laughs> yeah. right. Rokas, do you have any, any, uh... yeah, to think of right and wrong is interesting because I mean, I guess you said you instinctively might know something is right or wrong, but, but then I don't know with that. Yeah. I've just been thinking about that now whether like you can actually concretely say that something is right and something else is wrong. It's, it, you, you know, it's, it's all a scale, right? It depends it's, on the perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Depends it, on the perspective in, in, you, you know, not, not, not to get political, but, but, you know, uh, with, with, with Hamas and Israel right now, what's right and wrong in that situation. Right. You know, everything that's going on all, all over there. How do you define right and wrong? You know, you, you, when, when you truly, if, and if we think that empathy, quote unquote, is the end all be all, how are you fully empathetic with each side to really be under, able to understand what's right and wrong on, on each one when each one so fully believes that they are right? Right. And, and, and even with the case of, uh, 
you know, death of a person. And that's where the relative, relatively, relative perspective comes in. You know, death in and of itself may be tragic from one perspective. From another perspective, if you believe what I believe, it's just a part of the process. Right. Well, you know, and then also, you know, you can get into with 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 life and death you know uh morality taking someone someone taking their own life is it right or wrong for someone to be able to take their own life if they're truly miserable you know if they truly if they truly want to end everything you know and and and, you know uh the, the average person goes no that's wrong that's selfish but who are you know really are you empathetic to their situation you know do you know how much suffering they're actually going through that they want to exit what is the right and wrong you know again just real complex it's almost like it's like if i can define consciousness it's almost like uh you'd have to research and like understand hinduism and can you make a hindu machine (laughs) (laughs) if you can do that then i'm like okay you did it There you go. Well, like I said, maybe one day you'll be having a conversation with 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 your AI about all this stuff, and then you'll go. <laughs> you know what? You're not my AI anymore. Right. Right. You're just I. Yeah. You're. You are. You are whatever you are. Yeah. You know. Go. 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 Do your thing. <laughs> That's funny. Go do your thing, computer. I set you free. <laughs> <laughs> um did, did you did any of you see the movie uh where the guy like falls in love with his his oh her yeah 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 great movie great movie yeah. that is a good one that stuff's funny what was that the one where they collectively turned off in the end i don't remember i was thinking of a different one x machine so, there's one of them where uh, x, x, x yeah. you know that's a good one i like that I wonder if I've seen that. Uh, there's one of them where they they all collectively like they learn about Alan Watts and Alan Watts as consciousness is inside there, and they've all been listening to him and he becomes their teacher and then all of the AI decides to turn off and go into the void with Alan hey, Watts. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. But that's what I that's why I say like you know. Consciousness really needs to have the ability to transcend whatever it is, however it defines it, um, and to to wish to to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. And quickly, going back, um, so is it fair to say that that you can't concretely say whether something is right or wrong? I don't think you can. It depends on the perspective. It depends. From which perspective are you ta- are you speaking from? Yeah. That's how we know what the answer is. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Like, is it wrong to is it wrong to uh, kill this this uh, dog from the from the loving dog owner uh, who didn't see the situation? That's a terrible thing. But the dog was about to maul a, a, a four month old baby. Right. Well, you better kill the damn dog. And right. everyone would agree because of that new information. Um, or or you might have someone say that, you know, there's enough babies and people caring about them. Let exactly. the baby be 
Exactly. That's I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of PETA people that would say that same thing. Here am I giving the basic uh, B perspective and Arthur comes out with the sadistic one. Well, it's a, <laughs> I mean, you've seen PETA ads. You know how far they'll go. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They, they, they make you feel like the, there is no need to care about humans at all. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, should yeah. you kill if you get caught in a tiger, you know, in cat in, uh, entrapment, should you kill the tiger? If it no, goes you, after the you know, that's the PETA perspective. right? Yeah. And then you're going to have people that say, well, the animal was in the tiger's cage. I mean, uh, the tiger what, should do doing what it does naturally. Yeah. And, you know, that's not a bad perspective. But if it was my sister, you know, right. Right. So, so that's why, like, there's all these layers upon layers upon layers of models. You know, can you give, can you birth that complexity with your own hands and code? Uh, I don't know. You're saying you don't have to, or the book is saying it that you don't have to. See, you know. Can I reverse the cop out saying, you know, to take out morality and it's not, it's still consciousness? Yeah, right. That's a cop out. <laughs> that gets rid of so many complex issues. I think, I don't think that that's a cop out because I think that the, that the fact that I think the fact that animals, mammals specifically, have degrees of consciousness and not that morality. Wait, so now we're talking about degrees of consciousness? Well, well, animals, okay, animals have- Define degree, goddammit. Well, animals aren't intelligent, uh, animals aren't as smart, uh, mammals aren't as smart as humans, right? Okay, they can't do complex math. Right. But they still have intelligence. They still, you know, form these things. But so so and they don't have morality in the sense that a human has morality, but they still have consciousness. Right. Yeah. So the um, the interesting thing that you can't use ever is that really the 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 mystic perspective believes that consciousness is defined by uh, 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 the amount of chakras in a body. Interesting. So. And I didn't want to say this because it eventually ends up, you know, unrealizable. But, but, uh, you know, if there's seven, well, technically there's 21. So if, if, if you're, you're, wherever you are among the 21 defines your level of consciousness. Typically... You get you guys believe with the re- reincarnation and stuff that you can become like these other conscious things, right? Like you could reincarnate as a as a cow, right? So from from what I learned, no, there's no there's no animal to human transference. Okay, that's a really uh, common thing, and I think that's a Buddhist thing. Okay. Uh, so no, a human has a specific, the soul has a specific birth into the body um, to experience consciousness. But then again, in, in, in 
you know, in certain states of meditation, if you're experiencing consciousness, you experience everything as a united one. There is no separateness. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a, an ex, it's an experience to have. It's not a not something to explain. Consciousness consciousness is an experience. I guess so. I I I I guess I like that. Consciousness is experience. But then do you do you then go on to say define experience or whatever? <laughs> well, I would I would I would say uh, memory. Exactly. Memory. You would always come back. And I and I'm fascinated by that. <clears throat> I really am. You know, it's but 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 again, I still don't understand a lot about it. I'm you know, I, I I'm I'm trying to learn as much as I can just because it, it's it's such a new way to look at things for me, right? So. I mean, my computer devices that have memories now are those conscious. But that's what the 3D models come in. Yeah, exactly. The 3D models that work work together, right? So 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 in 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 I guess that's kind of like the sense of what the internet wanted to be, was 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 uh, interconnection of all the computers to be able to form some some sorts of uh, interconnected consciousness in a sense uh, that tra transcended the human personal human network. Um, but but since it's still all based on uh, individual human interaction, opposed to the computers themselves having the uh, 3D models themselves. Um, yeah, okay. Doesn't work okay. Out. I see. So the data, it's based on the data coming in from the human, which is not conscious. Right. Right. Again, again, because it, it comes all comes back to the human programming it and doing everything. And it, it, it so, so, so in, in the, uh, neuroscience AI world, they're starting to separate AI and what they call AGI. And, and AI is the specific machine learning that has specific uses, cars, you know, or whatever. Um, and then the AGI is the uh, artificial general intelligence and the general meaning that it can, can learn on its own. And it, it, it can uh, have subjectivity in some sort, some sort because it's uh, forming its own models. Oh, interesting. So they are starting to change and... Uh change the acronyms and, and expand a little bit. Yeah, but that's, because has been a thing for a while now with artificial general intelligence. It just hasn't been discussed, but okay. yeah, it's been out for a while. It's not that new, Raj. No. Well, new, new to the general public, right? Like none of us know any yeah, of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, once, once the general public starts finding out about it, then then I guess is it real until the general public knows? <laughs> like 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 crypto, right? Like now, yeah. now, now that everyone, I mean, I guess only one percent owns crypto, but yeah, it's so so they are changing the acronyms because you 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 have to because you know AI now is the new buzzword, right? Everything has AI. Everything's using you know advertisers are using AI to tell you what TV shows to watch and you know all this stuff, and so. Um, you got to redefine it in some sense because the world does people, 
you know, need to again, be, be uh, told that there's a difference, right? Just, just like a Tesla doesn't drive itself right now. They think because it's called autopilot, they think it drives itself and you have to be like, no, it doesn't actually drive itself. You know, you have to tell people, no, this isn't actually artificial intelligence, you know? So they just redefine it. Nothing else from me. Yeah. My brain is done. My consciousness is no more. (laughs) So uh, for, for an ending, I've got show and tell guys. <laughs> we'll have to express it to the, to the listeners. The listeners, yes, we will. So these are pay- pieces from SN10. Oh, which is what? Starship. Starship, oh. 10. Starship 10 exploded when it landed oh. in the testing. And the next day I went and I found the... <laughs> wow. And- this is a bolt. You can <laughs> you can see I'll put up there that it that this steel bolt exploded. <laughs> this is, this was my major find. It's some sort of computer connector thing, uh, you know. And then I also have a USB wire. <laughs> <laughs> Or Ethernet wire and just this piece of steel right here. <laughs> a shard. I mean, literally a shard. <laughs> literally, it, I could stab somebody with like if someone <laughs> this would have gone right through. Imagine. Uh so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went and and I went right when the road got opened up and SpaceX was still like having all of their uh the, their cleanup crew and they had cops like watching everybody, making sure they didn't <laughs> So like all, you had probably like 15, 15 of us, you know, going and, you know, like stuff in our pockets and, you know, and they're like, uh, trying, trying to get, make sure that we can't get in. There's debris everywhere. And we found this really big, like piece of the side. And it was like in a dune, you know, just like, like uh, right into it. And we dug it out, but they saw us digging it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that's that's my show and tell, guys. That's awesome. Very cool, Arthur. Uh, what is? Uh, why don't you go ahead and just uh, tell people where what you're most interested in right now, the projects, or uh, what are you doing, and how people can uh, collaborate or or help yeah. out and support. As always, voyagewithoutcarbon.com. Um, uh, I've slowed down on my traveling. I'm actually uh, writing a book right now which is about how travels, which is a novel, really exciting about that. Um, and so I'm just kind of hanging out, uh, working on that, but you can always connect with me at uh, Arthur at voyagewithoutcarbon.com. I'm always looking to write, meet up, do music, do pictures, do traveling, do everything. I just talk, philosophize. Experience. Yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. All right. Well, let's let's call it there. And we appreciate all the listeners and, and everyone. Uh, send us your feedback and, and let us know. Uh, are you conscious? Or... <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur, we will talk again soon. Uh, re- offline, online, and all of that. Rokas, thank you. Thank you both. It was yeah. a very nice Great. conversation. Adios, folks. Bye. Bye.